0: TRP your one-stop shop for all TRP products and DAF parts. Proudly bringing you Offside Soccer on eighty-eight point seven FM.
1: The throw for Beatty.
0: Maguire. Oh, he's done. Jim Cashin with offside.
1: And Sean McGuire is the hero of the day.
0: And the hero. And good evening and you're welcome to Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Thanks as always to Maurice O'Connor for an, uh, the last hour of Kilkenny today. Morris will be back between five and six o'clock this coming Friday. Joined in the studio as always by Bear Scott. How are you, Bear? I'm good, Jim. Thank God. Uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was another uh, oh, interesting yeah. weekend. Oh, a but I have to say, Bear, and we'll be talking about it a little bit later on, you know, normally when you see an old cup final and it's nil nil and whatever yeah, you say, no. oh, an old drab affair, I have to say it was the best nil nil draw I think I ever saw. It was a great match. It,
2: really was it was a great
0: game it, no. and a great penalty shootout. And, and <laughs> you know, out. and we'll and we we'll look at we'll look back at that later on. We'll, we'll be joined on the on the line as always by Liam Kelly O'Rourke. We will be looking back at the Carling Cup final or the, whatever they call it. No, the League Cup final. I don't know. There's so many names uh. on that bloody cup and. Of course, all things uh, Premier League, and of course we have FA Cup action midweek as well to look back to or to look ahead to. As always, our taxback dot com telephone number is oh eight six three five three seven seven eight two for your texts. That's oh eight six three five three seven seven eight two. Um, as always, we'll start off first with all things local, and uh, there was a, a nice few matches played at the weekend. Significant games in all of the divisions that have made. Um, have uh, made a bit of a, a bit of a difference. Uh, first of all, um, on Friday night, Evergreen A played at home to Highview, uh, a game that, on, to all intents and purposes, you would have expected Evergreen, on all on all known form this season, to win. Maybe even with a bit of, with a bit to spare, but it didn't work out that way. They got the job done, all right, but just one nil, and I believe it was a, quite a late goal. But they got it, which is the most important thing. Uh, it leaves Highview, look at Highview have been in a, in a very perilous position all season and it just makes that position you know worse for them and it, barring a, mirac- a miraculous set of results I'd say Highview will probably end up getting relegated great result for Evergreen that put, keeps them top of the table, 25 points from 9 games, freebooters went to Thomastown A, brilliant win for them, 3-0 um, keeps them on the coattails of Evergreen, they're 3 points behind Evergreen with the same amount of games played um, they of course have to play one another a little bit later on in the season which will be a a massive game and we'll have a massive say in what happens. There's some other obviously tight games still to be played but you'd have to say at this stage Thomastown have fallen six points behind Evergreen three points behind Freebooters with a game more played than both. So you'd have to say that it's looking like Thomastown are being edged out of the title race and it's going to come down to a battle between the top two the other game played last weekend was Bridge United 2 Dean Celtic 2 uh, not a surprise that this game was a draw the two sides have had a very similar um, campaigns and both, both of them actually drew, this was their first game of the season in each case to the draw and I wasn't surprised at that, good result for both, they probably would both have accepted that before the game the Division 1 league Again, there was two games played here. The big game was in the Fair Green last Sunday morning. Freebooters B two all draw with Fort Rangers. Um, we the Fort Rangers we stayed top of the league that point. It was a good point, Barry. I know I was talking to coming over, but we were um, we were one 0 up.
2: Happy with well, it. Well,
0: we were one 0 up, <laughs> and then we were two one down, and in fairness, Freebooters B are a good, when they, they're a good side, like they have a lot of good young players, and, 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 and to be fair, and uh, in fairness to our lads, we were 2-1 down, and it was very late on, 96th or minute or whatever it was, and uh, we got the equaliser. But the difference between, you know, drawing and losing that game is massive. You know, keeps us three points ahead of Callan. Callan now have a game in hand. That game will be played this weekend. We'll look, we'll look at that in a second. The other game, at the bottom, Evergreen C1-4-2 at home to Stonyford. Stonyford, that relegates Stonyford now. Stonyford can't catch Armand Villa uh, at, in the, in, up the table. So Stonyford are definitely relegated. Evergreen Sea, that win, which indeed was their first win of the season, has given them a little bit of hope. Um, they still have three games left, and if they were to win, you know they're, they're only five points behind Armand Villa. They've both amount the same amount of games played. Now, look, Armand Villa are in pole position sure, in that course, in that respect, yeah. but yet still, uh, it's, it, that win has kept Evergreen Sea's you know, season alive in the league, and uh, gives them a, you know, still gives them a a bit of a chance. The Division Two league. And uh, there was significant uh, games played here at the weekend, and it's starting to you, you know is really starting to take take shape. The two games St Canice's, you know, they're they're an by you know, after losing five nil at home to Lions two weeks previous, they went out to River Rangers, one of the one of the four sides in it that are are uh, are in the promotion battle, and they completely whitewashed them six one. Great win for St Canis. Uh Bad result for River Rangers. That's consecutive uh, defeats for River Rangers against fellow top four sides. So. Uh, they uh, having lost 3-1 against Freshford two weeks previously, so you know I'm not saying River Rangers are out of it; they're not, but they're after making life very difficult for themselves. Canises and Lines are joint top with 25 points each. Canises have one game less played, but Freshford are only a point behind, and they have a, a game in hand on Canises and two games in hand on Lines. Freshford had a one 0 victory against Freshf- against Castle Warren at the weekend, so you know what, you know I'm I'm loath to write River Rangers off, but the last. Two weekends have been, last two results have, have really stung River Rangers. And you'd have to imagine at this stage it's going to turn into a three horse race. But what a three horse race it is with Canis' lines in Freshford because there's only two of them going to go up so that's going, to, that's going to be a battle right down to the wire and indeed in the Division 3 league um, you know this game this particular division took a twist as well at the weekend the top two sides Tullerone and St John's played one another in Tullerone last Sunday and Tullerone emerged with a great win 4-2 at home to St John's now St John's you know have been kind of table toppers for most of the season but they have been usurped by, by Tullerone now Tullerone have 19 points for nine games three ahead of St John's but St John's have won crucially have one game more played so it's definitely advantage Tullerone as regards winning the league there and Spa United will be kicking themselves because they had an opportunity to leap St John's into second place but they were beaten uh, 2-0 at home to New Park B so they're still in the hunt Spa United but it's definitely advantage Tullerone there favourites now to win the league with St John's still slight favourites um, you know maybe to claim the, the runners up spot there so interesting stuff last weekend Um the weekend ahead, as always, Berters. You know we're coming to the stage of the season now where yeah. most games have you know have significance. You know, but uh, the big game, of course, is, is in the last sixteen of the FAI Junior Cup. Our sole representatives left in the in the biggest cup competition in Europe. Freebooters. You know they have a tough draw. They're away to Peak Villa down in down in that. I would say on at the weekend. Peak Villa, very good side, but Bert. Freebooters are a very good side as well. Uh, yeah. You know, look, it's a pity they didn't get them in the fair green. It would have been great for the, yeah. you know, for the people at Kilkenny can, to go down and, and, and shout for freebooters. I'm sure they won't be lacking for vocal support in Tipperary on Sunday. Look at Bear. It's a tough draw. There's no point in saying there's no point yeah. in saying. But like, it's the last 16 yeah. of the F.A.I. Junior Cups, so and there was no easy draws in the hat. Draw, like you know, no. it's a tough draw. From here on in, if you're if you're if you're going to do well in these competitions, you're going to have to beat sides of you know of similar ability to you, or maybe even of that course, might be considered yeah. a small bit better than you know yourself in cup games you know, anything can go. But freebooters will have no fear of Peak Villa. There's, there's no reason why they should. They're having a tremendous season, freebooters. They're yeah. still firing on all. They still have, you know, they're they're still in the Leinster Junior Cup. They're a couple of rounds behind Evergreen in that, but they're still in it. They're in a shield final. They're in the league, the battle for the league title, as we've just discussed. You know, all going well. You know, they get a little bit of rub of the green that might, yeah. that's always needed when you're away from home in a cup game. Hopefully, booters will get the job done. Soon when they do, we'll be talking to Tommy or Lee or one of the boys, I'm sure, next yeah. Tuesday night talking yeah. about that. There's two games in the St. Kansas Credit Union Premier Division Highview are at home to Thomastown Thomastown as we said are slightly starting to drop off the pace a little bit Highview you know seem to be improving but yeah. they're improving at the, the you know they, they're it's time. a bit late from the need to improve four or five games ago don't be surprised if they get something against Thomastown but it's as I said it's looking like it's too little too late for Highview Evergreen Air home to Clover uh, at 11 o'clock on the Kells Road you know, Evergreen, you know, it was a home game against Highview the other day. They, you know, they got the job done and they were right at the debt. You know, Clover United are a decent side and, and, and will give Evergreen a game, you know. But you'd have to fancy Evergreen will win the game. Clover, you know, this time of the year, they, they, they look like they're safe. You know, you don't know what way they'll travel on a yeah, Sunday morning. If yeah. it was up and rat right down, you'd be saying, you know, yeah, they yeah, might put we'll a lot more grand. crookedness on you, you know but uh, you'd you'd have to expect Evergreen A eventually to be too strong for Clover there there's only one game in the the Division 1 league but it's a massive game with regard to the top of the table Callan are home to Armand Villa at eleven o'clock on Sunday morning. This is Callan's game in hand on ourselves the opportunity to draw level to, to draw level on points with, with us with, with both of us, then we'll only have two league games left. Armand Villa, as I said to you, Armand Villa still need, you know, they still need a few a couple of points, you know, to, uh, to be th- sure th- that th- they can't yeah. be caught at the other end. Armand Villa drew with Callan earlier on the season when they played. Um, Armand Villa are a decent side. i we like, we we bet them well the last day, but I, I believe they were they were on an off day. Um but I'd still I'd still expect Callan, you know, to get the job done there on Sunday morning. Three games in the eamonn mark tire Division 2 league, but there's absolutely no doubt where the big game is, and that's in Freshford at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. Freshford are at home to Lines. This is huge. Freshford are only a point behind Lines and St. Canis's but they have two games in hand on lines. This is Freshford's opportunity now to really yeah, to, to really, really make a statement here um, to really make a statement. If Freshford beat lines at the weekend, you know it'll it, it look, it look like it'll develop into a straight fight between St. Canis and Freshford Town maybe as regards to win the league um, but if Lions can get the job done against Freshford as they did a few weeks ago in the, in the water barracks against Canis pints on the board will be better than, than games oh, in hand oh. so that's a massive, massive game in Freshford next, um, next uh, Sunday morning the down the water barracks eleven o'clock Sunday, St. Canis's Well they're playing Bridge United B, and Bridge United B, as we've said here and um practically every Tuesday night, have had some have had a horrendous season. You know, they've lost all their games. They they, they were awarded the walkover when Highview B pulled out of the league. Other than that, they've been beaten eleven games in a row, conceding an awful lot of goals, and I'm i fearful for Bridge United B in the water barracks on Sunday morning. River Rangers get the opportunity to stop the rot a little bit. You know, as I said, mathematically they're still in with it. but they're They'll need results to go their way and they'll, they'll certainly have to get three points against Thomastown B next Sunday morning if they're to have any chance of hanging on to the goal. The coattails of those ahead of them will give them the nod to do so. One game in the Division Three League, Evergreen 46 are playing at home to Brookfield. That game carries uh, no significance at all. At this stage, it's only getting games getting games played and out of the way. Just the one other thing to report locally, um, I wasn't able to get hold of John today, but I'm sure it's coming close to um, the draw for the McCalma Cup and the Divisional Cups. The Divisional Cup draws will take place here. I'm sure that'll happen over the next few weeks. We'll let you know next Tuesday night, and I'm assuming the McCallum Cup draw is going to be made in the next week or two as well. But the Leinster Junior Cup draws were made, and we spoke to Gary Maher last weekend, and Evergreen have qualified for the quarter final of the Leinster Junior Cup, and they were rewarded uh, with a tough draw in fairness to him all, all, Oliver Bond Celtic who along with North End are the giant favourites and the bookies to, to win the Leinster Junior Cup Evergreen have been drawn away to them in the last eight um, looks like it's going to be played the weekend of March the 27th tough draw for Evergreen now having said that they won't be afraid of Oliver Bond. No. They've no reason to be afraid no, of, of him. Course, they yeah. Very much, you know, they'll st- they'll go up there. But yeah. It's just, there's no such thing as an easy draw, but it would have been great if they had got him at home. True. You know what I mean? True. But True. They, they'll, they'll travel up in force and we'll talk about that game closer to the time. Freebooters of course, who still have to play the last 32 tie against Beachwood. That's on the weekend after next. If they win that, they have to go to Dublin again in the last 16 to play Balbriggan. And if they win that, which would get them to the same stage, the last eight... Um, if that all materialises, they got drawn against new oak Boys from Carlo. So you could potentially have a last date local ro- local enough tie be- between a Kilkenny and Carlo Club. But that's all the the news locally. Obviously, we'll review all this again on uh, next Tuesday night. Um, so before we go to the first break, we'll give out the taxback.com text line again for the, for all your messages. 86 Three five three seven seven eight two. When we come back, we'll be joined on the line by Liam Kelly O'Rourke and we'll be looking back at the carding or whatever they call it, the League Cup uh, final and, and, and whatever uh, else happened uh, in the Premier League the weekend just gone. Oh, he's done it! Jim Cashin with offside.
2: Sean Maguire gets the goal!
0: Annie here from TRP Kilkenny. We are
2: delighted to team up with offside soccer on Community Radio Kilkenny City. <laughs>
0: And you're welcome back to Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. It's 22 minutes past six. Uh, Liam Kelly O'Rourke, how
1: are you? Evening, Jim. Evening, Burr. How are you keeping? How oh, are you, Liam? Not too bad. Of
0: course, the EFL Cup is no longer a meaningless competition, Liam, and it carries huge significance <laughs> for all Liverpool fans this week. All joking aside, it was some game. I, I, I said it to Burr beforehand, Liam, you probably weren't listening. It was probably the best 0-0 draw I've ever seen. Oftentimes you'll see a cup final and it's 0-0 and it'll be a woeful drab affair, but yeah. this was an outstanding game of, of football between two really good sides that could have went either way, and it was all sorts of action in it. How? Did, what did you make of it?
1: Yeah, I had the joy of watching it from the studio there so I was getting bits and pieces but I did watch it back afterwards and really, it could have been a 3-2 or a 3-0 game, really. nil-nil doesn't do it justice at all. It was really exciting. There was controversial moments. There was big chances not taken. You know, it had everything you could have wanted and look, a dramatic penalty, finish, a penalty shootout to boot as well and I just hope after all that in football in general that we get away from all these smart Alec moves i.e. bringing on goalkeepers for penalty shootouts because I just even if Kepa is a slightly better penalty uh, shot stopper than um, Mendy uh, than Mendy I just don't think it needs to be made and I just think it brings unnecessary disruption to to a team especially at that stage of a match so I hope that is an example it proves to be an example for other managers and they cut it out because it was pointless and uh, well, I suppose you couldn't have written what happened at the end of any Hollywood movie because no one would have believed you, but it was incredible. Bear, you
0: know, it was a great, and a penalty shoot. And listen, wasn't it great for Cuevie and Kelleher? You know, a young goalkeeper yeah, with yeah. no experience of a penalty shootout, of any yeah. description, probably, certainly at that level, to step up as calmly as he did and uh, bury his penalty. of
2: course, he started out as a striker. He did <laughs> back in the day, and, I suppose. And he, yeah. he, I see today where his former coach down in Cork said he hadn't a bit of worry when he saw him going up Go to ahead. take it. Yeah. He said he knew the one thing he would do is score And it. the quality so of penalties yeah, was, I, was I I good. Just, I thought it was a great match Mr. Lina you know, said everything about it. Yeah. But uh, the other thing um, I was going to say uh, this thing about bringing on the goalkeeper. I, I couldn't see the sense of that. Now by all accounts reading since it's not the first time lads did it. No, no. It worked out at times in the past. But I just don't see what a man would be after giving 120 minutes in the goal and then they take him out. But not only that, my point on it... On Sunday,
0: even if even if uh, Tuchel had it in his head potentially to do it, surely the performance that Mendy was after I putting know, in exactly. in the hundred and twenty exactly. minutes because Leem he was bordering on man of the match in the game. Like he, he made was, some man. unbelievable and saves. Th- and why would you take a goalkeeper that's whose gander is up? You is know warm, he's wa- exactly he's warm and he's after yeah. having a great game. And he's after making four or five world class <laughs> saves. Surely he's the man you want standing in the goal for the penalty shootout. Leem, it
1: truly was baffling because Mendy had pulled off three or four at least top-class saves during the, yeah. during the 120 minutes. And then, look, a goalkeeper is no different to any other player on the pitch. You can't just come on and be ready. You, you do have to get your way into the game and feel your way into the game. So you're launching Keppa in. In the middle of a penalty shootout, you know, I, he's obviously a very fit athlete, but you're still putting him in the cauldron that is Wembley with no no action for God knows how long. And he's in that kind of pressure environment. I, yeah. I, he comes across as an arrogant figure, but I don't care how arrogant you are. That's going to play. A, uh, that's going to be a factor in your mindset. So I thought it was a very, very bizarre decision. And look, Keppa, he'll never, he'll never get um, a role as a striker in any club after that penalty. But. Just credit to Weaving Gallery. He didn't have a bad game himself, as you've alluded to. Yeah. But he, the penalty he took at the end—I yeah, mean, really. any striker would be proud
0: of that. Yeah, Johnny Sexton wouldn't even have been proud of Kepper's penalty. But anyway, <laughs> we won't—we won't go into that. Okay, listen, lads. The Premier League. Obviously, there was some real significant action at the weekend. We're going to fly over some games. Southampton two, Norwich nil. We won't linger on that. Southampton going well. Norwich are going to be relegated. Into Saturday, Leeds nil, Spurs four, like. You Bielsa know, gone. Bielsa, Bielsa, Bielsa gone, Jesse Marsh in, they're a basket case at the moment and Jesse Marsh, this American guy who had, you know, who, who done a reasonable job for a while at RB Leipzig he's a strange uh, choice of, of replacement for Bielsa and uh, he's going to have to hit the ground running because they're in, they're in free fall Le- Leeds United. Oh
1: yeah, and I don't think anyone is surprised by this, I mean we touched on it on the programme last week Marcelo Bielsa is very, very attractive on the eye, his style of football and, you know, for a certain period of time and in certain games it works, but he's far too stubborn for his own good and it's caught up with him. Um, the only thing that you could argue to save him would have been if the clubs had decided, look, Marcelo, we're going to keep you on, but we're bringing in a defensive coach. Because there is plenty of clubs around in European football that play that kind of attack football, but they're structured from the back. But look... Mm -hmm. it was always going to happen and I'm afraid as much as I loved him in the Championship and the Premier League for the, the entertainment he gave us he was just too stubborn for his own
0: good, so no surprise. But Bear, like they're they they're dropping like a stone, but they still like they still have a good chance of I staying think, up. Yeah. Like I mean I it, you mean, know, they need to just they, just they need, need to stop win, the rot. The results, they need you know, to stop know, the rot. Like the results, I mean they're, they're yeah. you know, it's typical Spurs, you know, play really well against Man City, lose, you know, against Burnley and then come out and, and I think they got leads like they got leads on the real right day, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and and a good win for Spurs. Newcastle two nil winners away to Brentford, Newcastle lads are gonna sail out uh, of the no relegation. Way, yeah, I think at this stage haven't have been looking looked bankers at Christmas to be relegated. Brentford, and another side that are uh, really looking over their shoulders. Aren't they the same as Leeds?
1: Yeah, and I have been a defender of Brentford over the past couple of weeks. But I got some fright when I looked at the Premier League table after last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realise how far they drifted. Um, they just have to be careful because if they do go down and it's not beyond the realms of possibility, yeah. they would. They'll be one of those clubs that. Um, I don't know, Blackpool 10 or 11 years ago were similar. They actually Be careful, be are... careful. Oh, Yeah,
2: <laughs> There
1: you go, Jesse. <laughs> don't mention the war, Liam. Don't mention the war. Don't mention the war, but what I was going <laughs> to say is that Blackpool actually had a very good season in the Premier League. I think it was 2010-11, but they got relegated. But they they're remembered for entertaining fans and putting on some good spectacles. You would just be worried if you were a Brentford supporter that they could almost be and or, or drift into a relegation zone if they're not careful. Oh, they're sure it,
0: if Leeds are in it, Brentford are in it, in fairness. Absolute,
1: absolutely, but the only saving grace for Brentford is they have a coach that, yeah. you know, he has some sort of structure to his team, unlike Bielsa, and look, we'll have to wait and see what the, the new recruit at Leeds will do. But the worry would be that Brentford, they've had a bad run, albeit some very tough fixtures in there, but we the the bottom six or seven clubs, none of them are not Bar Norwich are not capable of winning the game. So there's no there's no one being cut adrift. Maybe Norwich will start to be, but there's no one being cut adrift at the moment. And it just means if Brentford don't start winning soon, they could find themselves in a really sticky position and I'm not sure how their last couple of fixtures look, but they wouldn't want to be tough. Yeah. Crystal
0: Palace won Burnley won. This looked a certainty for a draw before the game. And better Burnley are not going to go down without a fight, oh, and I, I have a yeah. feeling now at this stage, I, I'd be fancying like if you're looking at Burnley, if you're looking at Burnley and Brentford, Leeds, right. and even, and even Everton, like. You you be nearly fancying Burnley ahead of a lot of them because they're they're used to this they're used to this fight, you oh, know. They are, yeah. But listen, lads, Manchester United nil, Watford, nil. Now this United have one point from two games in, against Watford. United have had a horrible February. They've dropped points against Watford, they've dropped points against Burnley, they've dropped points against Southampton. They're playing Man City, Spurs, Liverpool and somebody else in the next month. Um Fernandez Fernandes and Ronaldo missed chances after chance after chance last Saturday. Between the two of them, they missed chances that Stevie Wonder would have scored last Saturday, <laughs> Liam. It was embarrassing. And I'm saying it to you now, they have no chance of coming fourth, Manchester United.
1: Um, I think you're being a bit too harsh there. I mean, I, I don't think any of us, if you had said it would finish nil nil last Tuesday night, would have been surprised. Because that's, look, it's the trade, it's almost a trademark Old Trafford result and performance now where these sort of teams in the bottom region of the league come and they frustrate the life out of the United and United are too rigid in their setup to try and work their way around it when they're expected to have the ball and dominate games but Liam so, did you see the chances they missed? yeah but been, Southampton and Burnley were similar situations as well where they didn't take their chances and look the safety obviously if you don't take your chances you don't score well, but sure that's you yeah. um, <laughs> that's it like, I I don't know, like, I mean, I I said this before, and I just think there's two... When it comes to Manchester United in particular, we tend to get carried away with wins and with defeats. We go too extreme one way or the other. The fact of the matter is, they have a temporary manager in place, a manager who has won nothing in in world football, who's yet to prove himself in the position he's in now, wherever he goes next season is a different story altogether. And you just have to be patient and almost just swallow it. And not be... Like, the days of expecting Manchester United to beat Watford, even 1-0 at Old Trafford, should be gone now. It's a case of getting to the summer, investing well, not investing like they have done, buying individuals and uh, getting someone qualified to manage Manchester United. And we haven't seen that for three or four years. What well, better?
0: Like, you know, everything that they do in the summer... An awful lot of that will be dependent upon having Champions League football. And they they are odds against now having Champions League football because Arsenal are definitely the favourites now for the top four spot looking at the league table. West Ham are still hanging in there. Spurs have a few games to play. United have a horrible run of fixtures. Like, United have no chance of beating Man City and Liverpool. If you can't beat Burnley, Watford and and Southampton, you ain't going to beat Man City and Liverpool.
2: You know, sometimes form turns upside down and if City doesn't bring something special out United, no team oh, will. You know, but, they don't hmm. like getting beaten by their neighbours and they, will, they might just surprise us all. But look, I think Liam said it through, we've said it all about United. <laughs> we can't keep saying it. Finno, and, G- go on.
1: and Jim, just sorry, before you leave that subject, you have to remember Spurs, ha- we, we, we've spoken about Spurs many a time and their performance issues and their results issues more importantly, and Arsenal are by no means consistent yet under their coach Mikel Arteta and I and, and I deliberately didn't use the word manager. So just as bad as Manchester United are, the other two or three including West Ham and Wolves who have no experience of getting in the top four. It just means that everyone is dropping points so it's not catastrophic. Oh, no. uh-huh. <laughs> Villa had a 2-0 win away to Brighton. Good result for
0: them. Both of those teams are not going to be instructed to any kind of a relegation scenario. Manchester City won one nil uh, bear on Saturday evening away to Everton. Everton gave them plenty of it. I thought Everton showed a great bit of fire and, and, and brimstone, shall we say, for Frank Lampard. They're knee-deep in a relegation battle but... um. You know, the, the the big talking point here was what, in the yeah. name of God, were the referee and VAR looking at? It? If that's not a penalty for handball, well, then I don't know what is. Bear. Yeah,
2: well, uh, sure, Look, we've seen that we've seen VAR give penalties for what seemed to be a lot less. Yeah, but. They didn't give it, and I see today. where they apologized to Lampard and to. But the, sure, that's not good if they're no, relegated. No that's not cost, good if they. That, that point. Them, that could, could cost, cost relegation. Like I mean, but,
0: but but you could forgive the referee for not seeing it, Liam. But there's yeah. no way the pair of dipsticks sitting above in the VAR studio had to see that. In all fairness, like it
1: uh, wouldn't have happened if it was any other club other than Manchester City. That's a fact. These big clubs hold the power, and look. Uh, uh, whether it was I, I, I don't even know the words to use how they could possibly have gotten that wrong I mean it, they, they looked at it at least five or six times yeah. on the BAR camera. took nearly
0: two minutes lads took nearly two minutes
1: mm. in all it, fairness you know it was it it's crazy. I, I, like you talk about Everton and their relegation prospects, that could cost Liverpool the title. As far as I'm concerned, that well, uh, well of course
0: that'll be that, that'll be one compensation for us all leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but all joking aside, it could, yeah. it could, it could.
2: Yeah, I, mean,
1: I I broke some country early at home when I was watching it. I could I, I couldn't like it doesn't like we we we've had these discussions before. Of both before VAR and after VAR and its existence about, you know, if you see something from one angle, it looks worse. And when you see it from another, another angle, it's not as bad. Uh, every anger, every
0: handball. But Bear, it was an absolute ridiculous decision. Yeah, the so. last league game played was on Sunday. West Ham won Wolves nil. done me for the treble. Yeah. You know, I thought Wolves might get the job done there. West Ham are hanging in there, lads. But it's it's hard to see him getting enough points to finish fourth, isn't it? With yeah, the but squad, but still,
2: they're they're there with a chance. Oh, know? they are there yeah, with a chance. Yeah, yeah. and
0: like in fairness to, in fairness to my, he's like you know he's doing he's still doing a good job there, considering you know the money that has been spent and and the size of the squad. You know they're still in the europa league you know they're still going strong so you know it was a good win at home to wolves and wolves are starting to die out of it now aren't they
1: yeah the problem with wolves is they play a great brand of football but don't but they don't have enough goals in their game so that's ultimately yeah. going to cost them but look we've david moyes is a top manager and i think at clubs like west ham and everton and teams around the mid-table region he's an expert at getting the best out of those type of players at that level and he's proven it at west ham but look We've said it before, West Ham are still inconsistent and they'll drop points and the squad size and that little bit of class will mean they'll fall short. But they've had a great season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's no question of it. Okay. well, listen, we better take the last ad break. When we come back, we'll be looking ahead to all the Premier League games uh, next weekend, plus the FA Cup ties that are taking place between tonight and tomorrow night. Jim Cashin with Offside, with Bear Scott and many special guests from the world of soccer. Fifteen
1: seconds. Into the...
0: the team at TRP Kilkenny are
2: delighted to team up with Kilkenny's number one soccer programme, Offside Soccer. Only on Community Radio, Kilkenny City.
0: And you're welcome back to Part 3 of Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. 21 minutes to 7 o'clock. We still have a lot to get through. Bear what are we on the text machine? Yeah,
2: we we have, a couple, have a couple of good ones. I have to start with the one... We got one a little earlier there when we were talking about Leeds and the texter has said, can we now put it on record that Bielsa is the biggest spoofer of all
0: time? Well, you, know, no, right. you think, of that one? <laughs> right. Now, there is definitely an argument which be made for that statement, <laughs> all right?
2: There's another one then. Despite Leem's lack of faith, this man says, Arsenal... Liam's lack of faith in our terabyte, that's why yeah. right. Arsenal will finish fourth, he says. And then the last one we have is VAR is a brilliant thing, but it's the monkeys who are using it that are
0: <laughs> an embarrassment. Well, it is hard to disagree with that. Right, lads, the Premier League, we'll, we'll leave the FA Cup until till later on. The Premier League this weekend... Um, but we'll start off, there's a massive game tomorrow night, or tonight actually, tonight Burnley are playing Leicester at home, this is a massive opportunity for Burnley to climb a win tonight puts them ahead of um, a win tonight would put them ahead of Everton and Leeds and join them in, on points with Brentford and um, Leicester have had a very very poor run of form, and you wouldn't put it beyond Burnley to beat Leicester tonight, you wouldn't?
1: No, and that texture touches on a lack of faith. I have a lack of faith in Leicester at the moment. They've just had a really disappointing season. And Burnley, they threw up every, against Brighton. Everything I associated with Burnley down through the years was blown up in smoke, winning 3-0. So um, you just don't know what you're going to get. One thing we will get is hard work, commitment, and you know doggedness. And Leicester, will, it'll be very, very difficult for Leicester to break them down. So... I think Burnley will win the game. I just think Leicester, their season has petered out domestically. I don't think they're interested in the European competition they're in and Burnley have to fight for their lives and Sean Knight will certainly get them going.
2: Could you see Burnley winning that tonight, Bear? I could. Uh, look, I, I actually thought Leicester, was at last Sunday week? It was the last game. They were beaten. I don't know, West Ham or someone beat them. But I actually thought Leicester played well that day. And I thought they had a few young players who were looking good. And and of course there's a possibility that Vardy will be
0: back tonight and he's Possibly. their tallies yeah, man, you yes. know what I mean? And they're but, definitely not as bad as the league, no, as oh no, the league table says. But the says. other
2: side of it is Burnley are going to come out with all guns blazing. It's a cup play as far as they're concerned. Yeah. And I don't know if Leicester can match that. But uh, you know, I would make Burnley the favourites in it, but I have to admit I did it for a draw. Oh, <laughs> of course, it did there. right into the weekend, lads. We're 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 just going to skirt over some of these, but the
0: first game on on at lunchtime on Saturday. Has huge significance because it, Leicester City, who we've just spoke about, it's their turn to come up against this non existent Leeds United defence on uh, Saturday. And uh, the one thing that's a cast iron certainty here, lads, is there's going to be goals. If oh. this is nil nil, I'll jack it all in. <laughs> I'll jack it all in. Um, you know, but like, I mean, you know, for, you know, Leeds have to start getting a point somewhere. And they, even a point would stop the rot, you know, and, and it's oh, not yeah, beyond the bounds of possibility. Just need to get a result, they, a result, they do, they yeah. need to get some sort of. Even a point, it'd stop the rot, wouldn't it, Liam?
1: Oh, yeah. And look, I, I just think it's a case now if they have their new manager in the door, it's about settling themselves. And I know time is not on their side, but they will need, he will need a period of time to work out the structure of the team and how he's going to set them up to win matches because the way they've been playing under Bielsa, to state the obvious, isn't working. And you can't just rock up and just say, we're going to play this way, lads, and off we go. You'll have to work on that, for, and that'll take a number of weeks. So it'll be interesting to see which variation of leads we get at the weekend.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, into into keep going on to, in Saturday's. Um, sorry, I'm after losing me me spot on me on me on for now. Villa home to Southampton quickly. Burp, that has draw written all over. That Two sides very yeah. similar in ability, isn't it, Liam? Villa and Southampton. You know, you, you could, could see a draw there.
1: You could. Uh, Southampton are coming into it in better form, though. I mean, after a brilliant period for uh, Stephen Gerrard at the start, it has dwindled a bit. Southampton. I wouldn't say they look unbeatable but they're certainly they've, they've grown as the season has gone on and they're really really solid and hard to beat so I think Southampton will get something out
0: of it Burnley are at home to Chelsea on Saturday you know I think Burnley will have a lot of eggs in the Leicester basket tonight um, but you know Chelsea are grinding out results and you'd imagine that you could see an ignorant 1-0 win for Chelsea away to Burnley uh, at the call, weekend Or
2: a 0-0 draw
0: you know <laughs> Liam you know you, you, you you know, Chelsea won't be afraid to to to, to grind out a result in Burton. Sure, they should have No, I
1: think I suppose one. Uh, there's a number of factors at play here. None more so than what's going on off the pitch. But look, it, w- it was a much improved performance in the League Cup final. They were absolutely dire against Crystal Palace. They were really lethargic. Now I can I know you could put that down to the Club World Cup. So we'll see if they've. Uh, swept off the jet lag and they're ready to go because based on quality they should win the game but uh, Chelsea won't be let play the game they want to play when they play a, ty- a team like Burnley
0: OK and uh, against that then against that um, sorry Newcastle are home to Brighton you know ha- Brighton were very poor at home Aston Villa the weekend Newcastle are going well um, you'd have to imagine Newcastle
1: probably fancied their chance of beating Brighton wouldn't they Liam? Yeah the mood has changed completely at Newcastle they're a side that are playing with confidence as I think he mentioned earlier, they're probably going to get out of this relegation danger with relative ease, and Brighton are a team on their summer holidays, I don't I think they've just hit the points mark where they know they're safe, and they've nothing else to play for, and sure, it's only human nature to switch
0: off ever so slightly. you fancy Newcastle, Bear? I would, yeah. Yeah, so would I. Norwich are at home to Brentford. Massive, massive game, lads, but Norwich are, you know, Norwich, they'll still keep fighting, but you have to imagine they're, they're doomed. This is a really big game for Brentford. If Brentford lose against Norwich, lads, I, I'd fear for them. I have to say I'd fear for them if they lose against Norwich, Liam. Yeah,
1: hugely, because Norwich are the perfect side for any team to play. They're open at the back, their spurs is broken, and, uh, you know, Brentford's they have they have the quality and they have the power up front to back a few goals against Norwich, but they're not in good form and you just wonder how that will affect them psychologically because Norwich are a poor team, but if you're not in good form yourself and you're and if you're getting dragged into a relegation a situation that you haven't been in before and you don't know how to dig your way out of it, it can bring pressure in itself. So it'll be interesting, but Brentford should win.
2: Yeah, Lee Arber. Yeah, it's a big game for Brentford. There's no doubt, and I think it's quite possible norwich will win it.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, you know, because Brentford they're going poor. They're oh, going they poor. Are, yeah. Wolves are home to Crystal Palace. Nothing riding on this. You could see a draw here as well, Bert. Sure could, yeah. Nothing riding on it. Wolves and Crystal Palace. Liam, you could see a draw there. Yeah, yeah.
1: I just the problem with Wolves is you don't see them scoring more than maybe one or two in a game, and. Ultimately, if they don't keep a clean sheet, it's always going to cause
0: them bother. So, yeah. yeah, draw is probably a right call. Half five on Saturday evening, Liverpool at home to West Ham. Look at Leam and Bear. Liverpool are playing really, really, really well. But West Ham, you know, are the kind of a team that will go to Anfield and, you know, and, and, and be solid and be strong. But ultimately, you have to fancy Liverpool will, will, will score the couple of goals that probably is all will be needed to beat West Ham, Leam.
1: Yeah, if it was at the London Stadium, I'd be a bit more worried if I was a Liverpool supporter. I, I think that the fact that it's at home, it should get Liverpool over the line and that swagger and confidence they have, you know, ever since the turn of the year, they're, they're almost like a new team. But we can't forget West Ham, after that win against Wolves, it really re- rejuvenate and really raised West Ham's confidence. So we can't forget they're in the top four mix as well and they are starting to hit form So... it's not a gimme, but Liverpool should have
0: enough. How do you see it, Bear? I see a Liverpool win, yeah. Yeah, you see a Liverpool win. Into Sunday, two o'clock on Sunday, Watford at home to Arsenal. You know, Watford were resilient in, you know, against a wasteful Manchester United, (laughs) it has to be said. Um, Arsenal you know, d- despite everything that has gone on with Aubameyang and the players gone out and loan and everything, you know, they're in a really good position with, with games in hand on the likes of United in the battle for fourth, and I think I think uh, even though Watford have improved obviously defensively under Hudson, they're still struggling at, at the forward, and I, I'd i be kind of fancying Arsenal to beat Watford uh,
2: Look, this is a match Arsenal should win, and if they're going to finish fourth they'll have, have to win. win it
0: Yeah, you know, I know. Uh, you know you'd have to yeah. imagine that Liam, you know, how do you see that?
1: Yeah, look, Arsenal should win the game. They're, they're a team. As, look, we can't deny Mikel Arteta has turned things around and they're playing a nice brand of football at the moment. But I don't care with Arsenal. I In these sort of games, they have been traditional banana skins for them. So um, there could be one here. There could be a slip-up here, especially with Roy Hodgson. But... Arsenal should win the game but I
0: would not rule out a Watford result Okay, half past four on Sunday the super Sunday as they call it Manchester City at home to Manchester United so I'm now look at the one thing I will say Uh, is there has been occasions when United have you know dug in against Manchester City and, and done well against them that one of those occasions wasn't earlier on this season in Old Trafford where Manchester City made United look like under 14s and I don't see how there's any way Manchester United get a result away to City on Sunday despite the fact that Liverpool fans might be hoping that will happen Liam you know can you make a case for Manchester United on Sunday
1: yeah um, look I think it feels like an annual thing where when the Manchester Derby comes along everyone rules out Manchester United and on a number of occasions they've gotten results and a couple of great wins along the way as well with some very average teams so um, I I, I just think this fixture in a strange sort of a way I wouldn't say it suits Manchester United, but I think they like it nearly more than the likes of Watford and Norwich coming to Old Trafford because they can, they can sweep up the, the pressure. Manchester City will be expected to dominate the ball, and Manchester City can, or Manchester United can counter-attack. So I wouldn't be as doubtful or as unhopeful as you, Jim. I, I think the City fixture... I, never, I don't like using the word suits United because City are favourites but I do think United in a, in a strange sort of way don't mind it as much and I, I actually do think United will get something out of the game
0: I hope they do you see that's, you see, that's wishful thinking <laughs> on the <a> Liverpool supporters <laughs> yeah. but Bert, look, at yeah. this, look at this clinically right yeah, I, if you can't beat Burnley and oh, Southampton I mean, well, and a, Watford and, broken, and you can't beat Middlesbrough yeah. in the FA Cup as all of these things have happened in Manchester United in the last three weeks, how are they possibly going to beat yeah, Manchester I City? Mean,
2: if you were a bookie, you'd have City 1-10 to ten or something. But the other side of it is, City haven't been brilliant in the last couple of weeks, the last few weeks. They're on a little bit of a downer. <laughs> <Yeah>. Now, <laughs> Wait till you see how much of a downer they're on on well, Sunday. If United were lucky enough, and I mean that word, <laughs> yeah. to get the first goal, Anything could happen.
0: Yeah, it'd be like United now to come out and bloody bait Man City and let Liverpool win the league. It'll be like something that happened, all right. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we have Monday night football back. I love the Monday night football. I think it's a great yeah, night sure for a game. Right, yeah. And we have a real, real tie to look forward to next Monday night. Spurs at home to Everton. Everton put in a really good shift against Man City at the weekend. We've discussed the penalty that they that should have been and they didn't get. You know, but away from home, lads, they've been very, very put. Yeah. That was in Goodison Park are, in front yeah. of their passionate fans. And away at Tottenham, there's no guarantee that Everton will reproduce that
1: level of performance Liam and they, if they don't they, they don't beat Spurs no this is, I, I don't think there's much in this I mean Spurs are very shaky and inconsistent and Everton are, you know Frank Lampard is still to be proven as Everton manager so oh, geez, it's, very, it's a very hard one to call honestly I, I think it could be a draw
2: what do you think yeah, I, I agree I, I Everton have a decent record against Spurs over the years you know yeah. they're a team that they always seem to do well against I, I think they'll be going there looking for a draw and they might get it yeah yeah. I don't know
0: that's it. they were so poor in their last away game uh, who was that again I can't yeah, remember well, they, who was against they are so, a
2: different team you know, away from home yeah
0: definitely and look at Spurs have, you know, have, have, have blown up on more than one occasion this season I just you know I think that 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 win against Leeds last weekend they're firing going forward they like Spurs
2: Southampton I think oh, that's what
0: Southampton yeah. but Spurs go very well you know Spurs have a very good attack and you know Kane is playing well Son is playing well you know and I I, I think that they really are going to be difficult they're going to have a lot of good days between now and the end of the season <laughs> we have what, a couple of more
2: well, one here I won't say who it is but we got this tight saying since he couldn't beat Everton without the help of Var. So just Yeah, what you're looking that's true, but you know you know you I, just have to w- we have another one, I have to mention it. This man texts in to say who was calling Bielsa a spoofer. He said a great loss to Leeds and the premiers
0: yeah but you see look at he definitely he definitely divides opinion there's no question about that by Elsa and I just think it's a big gamble You you know they've changed the manager and they have brought in a guy that's not in any way shape or form you know done anything to say that he's going to do that he's going to keep Leeds up but anyway we'll keep a close eye on it the FA Cup the last 16 FA Cup ties are all being played midweek which is a new, new departure yeah, but it's not a bad I, I, no, departure a bad one, we have, have three we have three games uh, down for decision tonight Peterborough are at home, who are struggling at the bottom end of the of the championship. Are at home to Manchester City, and they're surely only one winner here. Even though City will ultimately make a lot of changes, but they'll still, they'll still. I'm just looking at the City. Yeah, no, Jack Relish, Gabriel Jesus, Marres, Gundogan, Fernandinho, they're all playing City hockey. Peterborough tonight, don't they, Liam?
1: Oh. I I know it's the FA Cup but God I don't know how you can make a case for Peterborough to be honest the romance only goes so far so uh, uh, if Manchester City put out their reserve team or their under 21 team they'd probably beat Peterborough comfortably but look famous last words but I I can't see a way around it for Peterborough
0: yeah um you know, bear, there's no chances. Sure, there's not. There's no chance. There's
2: it's the cup. Mid- Middlesbrough <laughs> are at home to
0: Spurs tonight. Middlesbrough, who got the better of United in a in a, a after extra time in a penalty shootout in the FA Cup, um, they've been going well dropped a yeah. little bit off the pace in yeah. the last week or so but Middlesbrough will be up for that tonight and well, that could be a I, cracking game I, in, in I, Middlesbrough I, tonight.
2: I did that for a draw as well Oh Yeah, Bell is
0: going to be looking forward to <laughs> a lovely couple of weeks Perfection. away of all these draws come in. Um, Spurs will have to, you know, Middlesbrough will fancy their chances against Spurs, won't they, after doing so well against United Liam? Oh, absolutely
1: I mean this will be a game to watch because it's, it's, it's the perfect fixture you have a team that you can't trust <laughs> A team that blows up every second week by the by the by the feeling of it against a really a reasonably good Championship team away from home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say Spurs are going to be knocked out
0: but I will say it's the game to watch of the night Crystal Palace at home to Stoke tonight Crystal Palace the Premier League team against Championship Stoke Stoke haven't been going well under Michael O'Neill in recent times but this is like Crystal Palace yeah. don't score enough goals to, no. and I wouldn't be surprised no. if Stoke I wouldn't be surprised if this one went went uh, could could go w- well into the night and maybe go to penalties tonight Lima or have you got that down for a draw Bear as well Palace and Stoke No, you have I Palace considered to, it but I, I decided, decided no you decided
2: because, uh, no Stoke or two in and out at present but uh, like I say it's one of those games you
0: could it could end up elsewhere. Luton, Luton are at home to Chelsea tomorrow night. Luton are having a really good season in the Championship and and not out of the uh, the playoff scenario. And this is a free shot at 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 as a as a, a big club for Luton and and they'll give they'll, they'll they'll be competitive against Chelsea if Chelsea make a number of changes which they may well do. They'll probably ultimately get the game uh, get it, the job done. lean. but I think Luton will give Chelsea a rattle tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, no, Luton won't be disgraced tomorrow night. They're a very good footballing side. I've seen a a couple of highlights of their games and, you know, they they put in a really good account of themselves. Ultimately, look, Premier League class will come out... Chelsea, like we're we're at the last round of games before the quarterfinals, this is when the big clubs start to take it seriously and we've seen over the past couple of years with all the, the the big six Premier League clubs making the final, that they do put out stronger squads as the competition gets deeper and deeper, so I think we'll see a strong Chelsea team and they'll, they'll just overpower Luton, but Luton will put in a good account of themselves.
0: Yeah, Bear, Southampton and West Ham tomorrow night, now there's a game that's yeah, yeah, Southampton, like, Southampton could win. Southampton are going well and, and, and Southampton now are a kind of a team that FA Cup is a significant competition for them because where they are in the league lads is you know all they're playing for is prize money and a place here or a place there West Ham you know who are are a good side as well still going to this competition Liam I can see this this being a really good game tomorrow night and and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw another penalty shootout tomorrow night No and
1: neither set of supporters will thank you for that but no look I think West Ham I'd love to see them go take this seriously now because I mean, too often we've seen maybe clubs in similar situations to West Ham play weak inside. I think West Ham should go for this and they have the quality to, to, to knock out anything left in the competition. So I just hope David Mice take it seriously because there's no reason why they can't win tomorrow night and win the competition outright. And it, like Leicester did it with the FA Cup when they didn't make the top four, I think something similar would uh, appease the West Ham support.
2: How do you see Southampton and West Ham? I, I think Southampton will win it. Yeah, yeah. time is homer they are, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, playing, I, well, playing yeah, well I, I think they're, they're on a bit of a roll, you know, and I just think they might see West Ham have one eye on the top four, and you know yeah, yeah and they're still I in the Europe, they're saying. still in the
0: Europa League as well. Liverpool are home to Norwich tomorrow night. Liverpool, of course, this quadruple league be- that you don't want to talk about, but um, obviously the FA Cup is part of that, and Liverpool will beat Norwich on uh, tomorrow night in Anfield it, no matter what team they put out.
1: Oh I'll talk about it don't worry absolutely I think <laughs> Norwich will treble what I, I think uh, Liverpool look not Norwich this is probably the last place Norwich want to be when they they have slim hopes of staying in the division I just don't think I'm not going to say they're not going to be interested but their attentions will be elsewhere on, on domestic football and I, I think Liverpool will smell blood and Maybe hit three or four yeah. past yeah,
2: no, yeah. You'd have to I, agree I, with that. I actually think Liverpool win the FA Cup, but you know th- this match tomorrow night should be pudding. Then um, Thursday night, Everton are home to Boreham Wood. Boreham Wood, of course. Yeah, but you know they have a great defence. You know,
0: Boreham Wood have you know are going well in the in the whatever they call the, yeah. the <laughs> national league, which used to be the Vauxhall Conference. <laughs> great result away to Bournemouth the last day. They'll be crooked. They'll be crooked opponents, but you have to say they're surely uh, the Premier look, League class a, lads. It's a
2: game that Everton. Probably Probably need after what happened to them last weekend to try if you know if they're to win tomorrow night might like, give them a bit of confidence back.
0: Yeah, yeah but um, Liam, surely, uh, surely the Premier League uh, quality will show will eventually show true on Thursday night.
1: Oh look, it has to. I mean, <laughs> it would nearly be a sackable offence for Everton to be beaten by Boram Wood or for Frank Lampard to be beaten. It's but the Boram Wood story has been terrific. They've put in some, you know, they've put in some memorable displays, but. This is, you know, this is beyond their wildest dreams now. And Everton, if they're doing their jobs properly, should win that game handy.
0: Yeah, you definitely say so. We've only got a couple of minutes left. Anything else on the text machine, Bert? I have
2: one. I know we have only roughly a minute, but one about. What's the position of Russian football now? Is this going to kill Russian
0: football? Well, sure it is. Yeah. Anything to do with yeah. Russian? If you have any association with Russia, be it in the sporting yeah. or anything All that you one. know. Yeah. And FIFA came out today and banned them, and, and rightly so. We, this is not a political program. This is a sports program. Yeah. And you know, obviously, any Russian are, there will be no Russian athletes or football teams or tennis players or anyone anything. playing in any competition no. for the for, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Liam Kelly O'Rourke, as always, thanks for joining us on the phone from Limerick. We will talk. To you again next tuesday evening
1: pleasure lads as always bear as Take always care, we'll see yeah, we'll see
0: we'll, we'll be back with we'll be back next tuesday night but of course we'll be here with pat tracy um. on saturday sport on this saturday coming thanks to everyone who texted in there was some we didn't get to as always the hour catches up on us kevin lefar is up next thanks for listening good night and god bless